Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. Let's get right into it. Uh, so, uh, sorry, it's been a couple of weeks. Sorry. Uh, last week I was out traveling like we thought, so we weren't able to record. And then um, we're actually recording this a day later because I had a work function last night that uh, got in the way of uh, that got in the way of our recording. Uh, but anyway, um, a lot of news has, has happened. But uh, we didn't really want to go ahead and just spend a lot of time covering the past couple weeks of news. But this came in my email just the other day. And there's a great company out there by the name of Humble Bundle. Yes. And you can get, usually you can get a whole lot of great indie games um, for real cheap by uh, donating, and you, you get to pay what you want. Mm. Um, well, I just got this in an email from them, and I want to go ahead and announce it. Uh, Humble Bundle um, has announced the Humble Manga Bundle Fantasy by Kodanshan, by Kod, blah, 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 Kodansha Comics. Right. Depending on what you get, if you pay at least one dollar, you get the first three volumes of a manga called Drifting Dragons. And I read the first chapter on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, Crunchyroll is missing like volume, like most of volume one and two. Hmm. Um, it's like chapter one and then chapter twenty-three. Uh, so I have no idea. So I haven't read any more. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you pay five or more, you get uh. The first five volumes of Clockwork Planet, Land of Illustrious, uh, the first four volumes of Flying Witch. Uh, but the things that I'm really excited about is that for the at the $15 tier, you get the first four volumes of Cells at Work, which is adorable. <laughs> yes. And then you've got the $18 um, uh, dollar, uh, dollar level, uh, blah, 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 level, the tier. Um, but if you do $20 or more, not only do you get everything before that, you get the first... Four volumes of that time I got reincarnated as a slime. The first, the now these volumes are, are of manga. These are volumes of manga. These are not okay. chapters. These are they're digital. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's the first four volumes. Yeah, usually a volume consists of six chapters. Yeah, or dep manga. Yeah. depends on the size of the chapter. Sure. Um. So, uh, to your eternity, the first seven volumes. Mushishi, the first ten volumes. Wow. And then Alita Paddle Angel, the first three volumes. Uh huh. So, um, I'm getting paid on Tuesday, and I know what I'm going to go ahead and be picking up, because that is a fantastic collection of things that I cannot wait to read. Um, fantastic. Absolutely oh, there's fantastic. also uh, there's also Fire Force um, at the $15 level. Fire Force is uh, a follow-up manga for, um, not really a follow-up manga, but it's the set, it's made by the same guy who did, um, shoot, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting the name of of the show um well i guess he did the manga and then it became a show um soul eater soul eater okay mm -hmm. okay yep i mean you can kind of see right there on the right the guy in the firefighting suit yeah okay. yeah it's his so, art style definitely so mm -hmm. okay so what is yeah. that is that just a, a shonen slice of life about a kid who wants to be a firefighter uh no it's a shonen battle uh, I don't know if it's shown in battle, but um, he there are um, 
Like, uh, if you take a look at his feet, you can see, like, flames actually like, coming off of his feet. It's true. He, he's he's in firefighter regalia. He is a firefighter. But he fights fire with fire? Yes. There are <laughs> demons that will uh, sometimes just uh, possess people and explode and destroy everything around them. And so mm. there's a special type of fighter out there that um, that is bred to fight them, pretty much. And he's one of them. Okay. Um... I remember reading it online back when it was being fan translated. Um, I know there's still some sites out there that have it that are fan translating it, but the one that I that I frequent, they dropped it. Uh-huh. Um, it moves real fast. Like it, I was really surprised how quickly it moved. Okay. Anyway, that's the news that I wanted to share. Um, let's go ahead and get right into the show then, shall we? Yeah. All right, and I guess it was my. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to keep talking, aren't I? Because it was my week to pick. <laughs> Yeah, this time it was your week to pick. Yeah, I didn't. I, I browsed through some news articles to try to find something interesting to talk about, and a lot of it was a lot of what I stumbled upon is just what we do is just reviews for anime that came mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're heavy into the uh, the um, the new season, the uh, the winter. Um, yeah, we're through four, three four weeks in, depending on the shows you're watching. <laughs> into the winter season, so a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of uh, anime news network, a lot of Crunchyroll articles are about. Uh, people reviewing the things that have come mm-hmm. that are currently airing right now, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a slow news week this week. And uh, uh, one, one bit I saw that I thought was kind of that I thought was kind of dull is that some American company thinks that they trademarked the name Battle Angel and are trying to sue Fox for making Battle Angel a uh, an adaptation. But there's, there's some toy company in uh, what in, in uh, Florida is trying to sue Fox, um, but they they don't know they. It'll be an interesting little uh, yeah. tiff because mm-hmm. they they copyrighted their name in 09, but Battle Angel Alita was first published in 94. So Yeah, yeah. So they won't really have a leg to stand on. I no, don't they think. really don't. Um, anyway, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, don't even, I don't even want to link to that because this is such a dumb story. Well, that comes out in February, doesn't it? Doesn't it? The movie. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it does. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go see that. Okay. Um. So, anyways, uh, this week for three episodes in, and it actually was uh like for a rare rarity for me, you know, um, uh, it was actually 25 minute episodes instead of <laughs> you know, instead of the 13 minute episode ones. So we only watched the first three. Anyways, this is uh Karakai Jozu no Takaki San, Takaki, Takagi. There we go, Takagi. San, mm-hmm. I swear I'm going to tease and embarrass Takagi-san today. Nishikata, a middle schooler, keeps getting teased by the girl who sits next to him in class. Takagi-san. He tries every day to get back at her, but will he ever succeed? Takagi-san and Nishikata's youthful teasing battle starts now. Alright. Um, okay. Where shall we begin? Alright, so this, epi- this series uh, has a format. Um, kind of like... Uh, what was it? Um... But both Asobase and uh, Asobi Asobase and uh, uh, Daily Life of High School Boys, where an episode is actually three or four shorts mm-hmm. that are all just compiled into an episode. There isn't really a, a strong through line, mm-hmm. and they actually do break it up and give titles to each of the shorts. They do, but at the same time, uh, the shorts are at least connected in this one, I noticed. Whereas in Asobi Asobase... And the well, Daily Life of High School Boys, not so much. It's yeah, just they, more they, random it things. It could happen more randomly. This one mm-hmm. does seem to have a bit more chronological mm-hmm. feel to it, but it mm-hmm. is still serialized. Yeah. In that regard. Yes. 
And it, it starts off with him folding these papers together, giggling to himself, as uh, a very, very scary, burly man is teaching English. Uh, yes, he, the, the first few lines of dialogue are in English, spoken by a... Uh, very thick Japanese accent of English, yes. yep. Mm-hmm. So they're in English class. Yeah, uh, so they're in they are in English class, and he's trying to uh, to fold things uh, to to kind of fold up this paper. Um, um, uh, those of you who are old enough to know this, um, there were these little strips of paper that are on the side of printer paper that uh, is uh, dot matrix type printers. They had um, uh, specialty rolls with holes in them that mm-hmm. um, would feed the paper through the printer as it was printing. And this is something that Andrew and I used to do back in the day because printers had those and there were just extra things lying around as we mm-hmm. could so this is this isn't new but the fact of, but he had to have cut his own or something to to make that work out for him or I, do, do you know if japan just happened to have thin sl- strips of paper for given reasons or did he maybe i assume he cut them himself yeah i i assume he cut him them he cut them himself uh, but he's folding these. He's folding two strips of paper on top of each other over and over and over again to try to create a, a, a spring of paper. Yes. What it, what it is 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 this little strips of paper that zigzag at ninety degree angles from each other. So mm-hmm. the folding creates a uh, mm-hmm. that does create a spring. Um, but what happened? Uh, so um, I got distracted during the first part of this uh, by my cat. Um, but his plan is foiled. Um, yeah. yeah he, he he's he's got a little box and he's planning on building. A jack-in-the-box with this and he's trying to keep it uh, a secret from the girl sitting next to him mm-hmm. from uh, Takagi-san from Takagi-san sitting right next to him who's pretty cute like she's a pretty cute girl yeah um for being I guess are they are they I think they're first years so they're both that would make them 13-ish mm-hmm. 13-14 something like that um anyway um so he's doing this and then she spoils it for him I didn't catch how. Okay, so what she does uh-huh. is she she then takes her uh, pencil box and she starts pretending that she can't open it. And she and well, he, she's doing she does something quickly. first that gets him riled up, and then she has the pencil box. I saw the oh. pencil box thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what. It, anyways, I guess that doesn't matter. But you're right. Yeah, she's yeah. got this pencil box and she's just like. <laughs> It's stuck. I can't open it. I can't. Get, I can't get my pencils. It must have dented when I dropped it or something. Yeah. Here, will you hold it? Like here, can you open it for me? And he's like, Yeah, sure. Wait, this is open super easy, as he says to himself, as the exact same thing he was planning on doing to her, she did to him faster. Yes. By having a jack in the box with like a crazy dog face or a wolf, wolf a fox it's, face it's or some something. Some fox demon thing. Mm-hmm. A fox demon drawing of a fox demon cut out and put on this thing mm-hmm. and just popped out and goes right into him and he yelps and i think it's at that point that a, a piece of chalk from the teacher goes flying across the room and hits him in the head yeah mm-hmm. which is a running gag in this particular clip is that he's perpetual she's getting him in trouble with the teacher over and over and, and over she again. just starts laughing over and over and over again like she she pushes her face down like they are sitting in the back corner of the classroom yes um the 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 perfect spot apparently for kids to uh to talk to each other and not get caught by the teacher even though anyway anyway it's it's the same two spots that uh uh seki-kun and uh the white-haired girl and tanari no seki-kun sit in it's it's a recurring theme what even is her name 
I don't remember. It's, it's she's the point of view character, but we barely even mention her name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Except I, I started I th- reading. I, I started th- reading the manga that you uh, sent my way. Yeah, and there's some hilarious bits in there. I'm but, uh, I'm gonna have to read it when I get the chance. But um, I do know there's a couple of episodes where there's the girl that's convinced that um that they're an item that they're an item, and I think we learn her name from that girl's POV. Mm-hmm. But she was only in a couple of bits in the show. Anyway, let's yeah. let's stop getting distracted. Let's go ahead and go back. Um. Anyway, uh, so next they're talking about uh, their erasers. And uh, right. she says to him, uh, they say gum, uh, which is like, it's a, it's a special type of, not really a special type of eraser. It's just what they call it in uh-huh. Japan, a gum. Um, and uh, he, uh, uh, anyways, he... Um, he's plotting well, something against her. He's plotting something against her and she just throws him off by asking for his eraser cuz she forgot hers. Yes. And he's just and she's just, and he's like, "Oh, sure." And he hands her his eraser. And the the thing he tries to do is he tries to get under her skin by calling her an airhead and it never works ever. And this it's a running thing. <clears throat> the best he can do, the best insult he can come up with, "Oh, you're a bit of a ditz, aren't you? You're a bit of an airhead." And it, she doesn't even care, and she's already she's so on top of her game when it comes to teasing that the fact that he said it and the way she responds already gets in a little bit. Oh, that, did did I go too far? And she doesn't even. Care. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's extremely self conscious about how he interacts with this girl, which yes. we all were at some point. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, he... so so she borrows his eraser and she starts and she uses it and then she whispers something to him that was uh, apparently a uh, childhood uh, fantasy or, or uh, um, not a fantasy a childhood. Uh... Oh, I, I, the words that comes to mind are like old wives' tale or folk legend or something like that. Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. It's this, this, uh, an omen or something like that where you if you write the name of the person you love on an eraser. And you keep that eraser until it's completely used up, and you use it all up. Then you will fall. In- then the then the person will return the, your feelings for you. Yes, and so <clears throat> she so she pulls his eraser out to see if he's written anybody's well, name on and it. And she says, "Did you did you write anyone's name on?" And he's like, "What? No, of course not. That's a super childish thing to do. Why would I do that?" And she goes, "Oh, okay." And so she looks at it, and she spends too much time. Well, looking. She then pulls it out. Uh-huh. And he's yeah, like, wait, wait, did in, I? Because in did... Japan, these erasers are are in little boxes. Mm-hmm. That, uh, and, and so that's what he, she pulls it out of the uh, the box that it comes in. Mm-hmm. So. so she pulls it out of that box, and he uh, he starts, for, and she's like, oh, ooh, type thing. And he's just like, wait, no, did did it? No, I didn't write anything. Wait, no, did I? Did I? Did I write something? I wrote something in someone's name and I forgot, didn't I? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> did, no! Did no, somebody no. else write it? Did so, no. Like, he, and, like, like, she's 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 got him all worked up as she's doing nothing but looking at this eraser. Mm-hmm. She's got him hook, line, and sinker. Um, but he and finally she he's like, "Give me back my eraser," and she hands it back to him, and he looks on both sides, and there's nothing, and she just starts laughing again, um, just because of the reaction she got out of him. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then she has to go to the bathroom. She gets up and, with the strategic permission, she gets up and goes out of the bathroom. And he sees that she did have her eraser. It's there on the desk right now. And so he decides he's <clears> going <throat> to open it up and see what's written on, and see if there's anything there. And so he does, and he grabs it. And the first letter he well, sees, he, he he grabs it and he's just like, 
wait, no, this is private. He has this super internal struggle about, I can't do this. This is terrible. Why would I do this? This is horrible. His hands are jittering. He's not Mm -hmm. sure what to do. And finally he pulls up the, uh, finally he convinces himself, I'll just look at the first letter. And he pulls it up and there's the symbol for for Udu. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, what? That's not my name. And he's just so So, so, immensely crushed. Yeah, he's like, why would I think that my name would be there? He's like, why did I think my name was going to be there? Yeah. And and eventually, he works up the nerve to pull it out the rest of the way. And it reads, look look into the hallway. Look into the hallway. And he turns (laughs) and he sees her. And she's just staring at him, giggling. And she's, yeah, she's just giggling again. And he freaks out again and gets in trouble again. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, well, and then she comes back in and she's like, yeah, I mean, it's your own fault. I, I mean, really, you had a 50-50 chance. And he's like, 50-50 chance? What? what? And then we find out that she, in the other side of the eraser, also had something written on it. The kanji for Nishi, which is the first part of his name. We don't see if there's more written. We just mm-hmm. see the first part. She pulls it up a little bit for the audience to see, uh-huh. uh, but not him. But it's the kanji for Nishi, uh, which is the first part of his name. And um, it's pretty obvious throughout the show that she likes him. Yeah. But she also loves teasing him. Like, but it's not, it never comes across as mean teasing. No. It's always very, very lighthearted. And I, there's, there's various levels of teasing. There's mean, cold-hearted, dirty, d- down dirty stuff. Uh-huh. Whereas hers isn't. Her stuff has, has never been spiteful teasing it's always just been kind of fun silly teasing yes so but it's very obvious and it, and it that... doesn't even take her that much effort to get under mm-hmm. his skin because no. he's just so nervous mm-hmm. all the time well and finally he gets so upset and, and that he puts his head down on his desk and he refuses to look up or do anything and now fin- the reason that happens was mm-hmm. uh, he got called on all of a sudden to read something out in english class and she whispers to him, 16. And he says, 16. He gets another piece of chalk thrown and said, this is English, not math. Uh-huh. What she like, was saying. She's like, no, line 16. You were supposed to read line 16. He wanted you to translate line 16. Uh, he, but he doesn't take it the right way. He thinks that she just did it to mock him. Like, why don't you tell me in a more yeah. clear way? You know, type thing. And finally, he just kind of puts his head down and refuses to look up at all. And finally, after a little bit of time, he turns over and he sees her looking directly at him as she's laying her head down on the table as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And she just says, uh, finally, you turned and looked at me. Here, let's have a staring contest. One, (laughs) two, three. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. That's 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 when they that's no, that I think that happens later. The staring contest yeah, happens later because that's after the funny it, face thing. It's because this is so episodic. This yeah. Is so it doesn't matter. It, Anyways, there's lots of little things that happen throughout mm-hmm. the show. But uh, anyway, um, it's it's obvious to the viewer that she likes him, and one of the things that I also caught that I think the normal viewer will catch as well that one of the reasons she's able to tease him so well is because she's always watching him. Mm. She's always watching him, and it's because she has the biggest crush on him, but. She also enjoys mercilessly teasing him. So she loves a blush on his face, and his, she loves the reaction that mm-hmm. he, she loves watching the reaction mm-hmm. of when he of how he reacts when he's teased, when he's embarrassed, when mm-hmm. 
things are out of his control. She's mm-hmm. just, she thinks he's so cute and so adorable that she just can't help herself mm-hmm. but to tease him. So, anyways, um, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, there's, there's, other, there's other characters as well that we meet. Um, oh, by the way, I looked up the voice actors for uh, Nishikata and Takagi, and you'll probably get a kick out of this. Uh, Nishikata is voiced by um, Jajiyuki, the same guy who does Todoroki in uh, My Hero Academia. That's uh, quite the uh, the range he's got then. And Takagi uh, is voiced by um, uh, Takahashi Rie, who is the same voice actress as Megumin. Megumin and Todoroki. Megumin and Todoroki. That makes so much sense, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh... Explosion! So we meet some other girls, and we see these girls in the background sometimes, and they have lines every once in a while. But we also have, um, kind of in the spirit of... Um... <sighs> Daily Lives of High School Daily Boys. Lives, thank you. Daily Lives of High School Boys. I was trying to remember if it was that one or, or Asobio Sobase. No. But they have the Daily Lives of High School Girls every yes. once in a while. Every once in a while, they, they cut away mm-hmm. to other people. And so in this one, they do the same thing with these three girls. And these girls, they, they are um, uh, Mina, mm-hmm. who is very, she's short, she's energetic, she's got wild hair. And bushy eyebrows. Bushy eyebrows. Uh, Sanai, who's always looking tired and then yukari is a uh, ponytail and glasses is it yukari or is it uh they say yukari in one of the episodes okay i didn't catch her up her that was only in episode three when they actually said her name right I was... so no I, I remember something else never mm-hmm. mind yeah but anyway um so it co- goes to those girls and those girls are i don't i don't want to say they breathe a, they they have a they breathe fresh air into the show because i don't feel the show is stale yet um or the formula is it, stale but it's it's a it, nice change of pace i mean yeah i mean it, it can get a bit too you know monotone if it's always her teasing him and him always failing but having mm-hmm. having other dynamics go back and forth throughout it's kind of nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and these girls um uh i forget what their first adventure is but you wrote down their second or their second bit uh, no no they don't uh what was their first adventure? Okay, yeah, no, in the, in the middle of episode two, mm-hmm. it was in the middle of episode two that uh, just the way they react to each other sometimes, because uh, one of them, uh, one of the, one of the three girls, uh, shows up. Uh, the the two two of them are complaining about how hot it is, but they're still wearing their winter uniform. That's the second bit. The first yeah. bit is when we meet the girls in episode one at some point. Yeah. I forget what that bit is, but yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. Is yep. that during episode two? Yep, okay. That there's a bit where two of the girls are complaining about how hot they are and how uh, uh, how miserable it is. And then the other girl shows up in her summer uniform. And it's uh, Mina who overreacts and just goes off on her for, you know, jumping the gun. Because they were all going to change uniforms on the same day. and. Mm-hmm. Well, how could how could you like oh sorry i, I forgot actually, i but the the thing is that they were so focused on the situation and and just so 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 part of the gag was that before they gave the reaction before they gave the reaction they uh were standing perfectly sitting perfectly still just glaring at her and while that was happening people like the main characters yep. were behind that's them. What I was, yes. That's what I was gonna say. Like they're they are sweating and they're just miserable. And uh, 
Yeah, and then um, and we see everybody Nishikata, else. Nishikata and walks by, and he's wearing his summer uniform. Yeah, and then we see uh, Takagi walking by, and she's wearing her summer uniform. The only ones who are still wearing their winter uniforms are these girls. Yes, <laughs> just the two of these girls. Just the two of these girls. Yeah. Cut to the next. So Mina makes a big deal about it, and Sanaya feels bad. <laughs> Sanaya feels bad. So the next day, Mina and uh, what was her name? Yuzu. Yukari. Yukari. Um, yeah, no, uses the little sister in Bleach. Um, yeah, Yukari um, and uh, Mina are standing out in the hall enjoying the new summer uniform. And Sanai... It's so much cooler when we have short sleeves. Yeah, yeah. it's so nice. And Sanai comes in wearing her winter uniform. And sees that the other girls are now... And, and, and the same thing happens. They're just standing in the hall. And the same thing happens. Where other people... They're just glaring at each other. While other people walk by. Like, I thought we were going to change... I thought we were going to change on the same day. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, no. I think the first time we're introduced to those girls actually was... a piece in the first episode that was the uh morning cleaning was yeah. morning clean first episode i or think second it was episode? I, I swear it was the first episode i mean we can look up the uh and it doesn't the, matter they're in the episode mm -hmm. the episode title so actually i was actually thinking mm -hmm. about that right writing down the episode title so we could go in order each of the sketches mm -hmm. uh didn't do that uh but no one in the uh there's a sketch where in the early morning um what's his name Nishikata. Uh, Nishikata um, comes to uh, school early, um, absolutely lamenting the fact that uh, I hate having to get up early for class duty, for early morning cleaning duty. Mm -hmm. And so he uh, he gets up there and um, on his way to school, he thinks he sees a uh, 100 piece, uh, 100 yen piece. Mm -hmm. And he picks it up and then he sees that it's just... Eh, a token, for, a an token for an arcade and tosses mm -hmm. it away um and then which comes up later um and he gets to the he gets to school he looks up and he sees uh takagi-san in the classroom looking down at him mm -hmm. and then suddenly she disappears he comes to the classroom and there's no one there mm -hmm. but he says but i can sense her presence i was just about to start humming something's off and then he sees her shoes with her name on them from under the teacher's desk. So maybe she's crouched under the teacher's desk waiting to spring up to him and spook him when he was about to uh, to uh, clean the chalkboard. Which was his responsibility that morning was to clean the chalkboard. Um, so he sees her shoes there, figures that she's going to do that, and then sits down and starts saying out loud, Oh, I don't think I'm going to do any work today. I think I'm just going to take it easy. And like, and so he's visualizing her getting all super depressed and oh, I wanted to spook him. Like, I, got, I wish I could see her face like that. Wait, she's smarter than this. Those shoes are a decoy. She's somewhere around here. I gotta go to the bathroom. He sh says out loud as he goes to the door, opens it, closes it, and then tries to sneak back into the room mm -hmm. to open a, a the broom closet to see the, um, to try to spook her. Says, "Ha ha, gotcha." And he's, she's. She's not in there either. He closes the door, and he checks under the. No, he was right. The shoes are a decoy. She's not there. Yeah, either. not there. 
And then uh, he uh, sits back down and doesn't know what to think. When she was behind the curtain next to his chair the whole time. And she jumps out from behind the curtain to scare him. <laughs> She's like, oh no, the curtains were see-through. I could totally see you the entire time. And yeah, but but you, you it's, it's at this moment that you really know that she cares for him. Because when she jumps out and spooks him and, his hair, and he falls back and he hurts himself... She's simultaneously, you know, kind of smiling at the whole, at the funniness of the situation, but her her brows furrow in concern. Yeah. She, she doesn't want him hurt. She, she doesn't want to get hurt. She wants him embarrassed, but she does not want physical harm to come to him. Mm-hmm. So. And then we see the girls come in, uh, the other three yeah. girls come well, in one by one. They, they sit, well, before that happens, they're sitting down at, at their desks, and they're looking at each other, and she's kind of like, I like this. It's just the two of us. Is like we're the only two people. Oh, that's in the world. right. Mm-hmm. I wish this could last forever. Then they come in. Well, they. She says, "I. I wish this could last forever. This is really, really nice." And then he just says, he starts asking, "Hey, Wait. is there by chance? Do you, do you do you like?" And then, then the girls come when in and ruin the mood. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, because she, she's saying things that a romantic interest might say, mm-hmm. and so he's, but he's not sure if she's teasing him and trying to get him even more flustered by saying these things or if she actually means it hmm. and right now it's a little bit of both is that she does have these feelings it's clear that she does have these feelings for him but she's also using the fact that she has those feelings for him to tease him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so anyway um we uh, uh so but yeah that's the first time we meet the girls i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. so um, the other three could be. I um, anyway. Um, I don't remember well enough to argue. Uh, it still feels a bit off to me. But anyway. Um, but but they have their own thing later. I mm-hmm. think. But I think I swear that was the first time we meet those three, as and that's kind of their introduction. Then we get involved more involved with them. As the I, I, I think you might be right about that. Now that I think about, it, I think you might be right because because, because episode um, two ends because mina walks in and says good morning and like she's super full of energy and then sanaya's just like you're always how are you like this so early in the morning what this is normal no it's not (laughs) (laughs) so true Mm -hmm. oh um no but uh when i was saying earlier about the token is that there is another sketch with the three girls like it's an after credits thing where uh mina finds finds this uh what she thinks is a hundred yen Mm -hmm. piece Mm -hmm. and uh, st- stands on it in an awkward pause so that nobody else sees it and expects the other girls and to she's walk telling, off. she's telling the girls to stop saying you're so tired it's going to send away your good vibes type thing, you know? Uh-huh. Stop saying you're so tired it's going to make you unhappy. Uh, whatever. And then she sees the coin, she steps on it, and the two girls notice that she isn't following them. And like, she's like, oh, um, you're going ahead without me. Uh, I'm, I'm tired all of a sudden. And then she's like, wait. What happened to your good feelings? No, 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 they're still there. Yeah, it's, it's okay, it's okay. And they go over, and one of them picks her up perfectly, and uh, the other one notices, finds the coin. She's like, no, oh, that's my 100 yen piece. I found it, I found it. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Oh, so greedy. It's, oh, stop being so greedy. It's an arcade token. And then she's like, oh, my 100 yen piece turned into an arcade token because I said I was tired. You believe that? <laughs> um anyway yeah. um so the next episode it's in the middle of summer 
yes, yes. Um, and uh, they uh, go to they have their first uh, swim class. Yes, that's at the uh, okay. Swim class is that before? No, um, I don't think it matters what order it's in. Okay. Uh, no, no, yeah, no. The swim class is the next thing. Yes, mm-hmm. but and so and we find out that he's staying out of the pool because his hands bandaged up and he can't go swimming. Mm-hmm. And so he's staying out of the pool in his gym clothes, and she. In her gym clothes, not in a swimsuit, goes to sit next to him. And, uh, they start having a conversation. Yep. And he start, they have a conversation, and she, um, and she very instantly just pick, picks apart his reason for not being in the school, not being in the pool. And she's like, well, you have your hand bandaged. I mean, knowing you, you probably went to go pet a wild cat and it attacked you. <laughs> Uh, which is apparently exactly what happened. Which anytime somebody says that, it just reminds me of Azamangadaya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing is, she's trying to pet local, normal, domestic cats. Yes. And But she ends up with the greatest cat in the world. Have you seen all of Azamangadaya? I have not seen all of it. I've only seen what some clips of it. I've seen a couple she... episodes. Have you seen the bit where she's holding a cat and rolling back and forth? Yes, I've seen that clip. That's after she has been adopted by a wild cat. (laughs) They go to an island filled with cats. And Uh one of these cats um, is... um, I forget what it's called, but it's a special breed of wild cat Uh that doesn't take to people, but it took to her. (laughs) And this cat, after they leave the island, this cat goes after her. And uh, she ends up having this cat... Um, oh. but the cat has to stay at, at um, at, um, Chio, I think her name is, Chio. Yeah, she's the little girl with the pigtails. Yeah, the little girl with the pigtails, Chio-chan's, the cat stays at Chio-chan's place uh-huh. because the reason that she doesn't have a cat yet is because her parents are allergic. Ah. So, she can't have a cat, but she goes over and she plays with her cat all the time. So, it's... It's adorable. Azamangadayo uh, is a treasure, and it should be treasured by everybody. Yes, it is. Uh, anyway. I think my favorite bit from that show is the fact that um, the teacher, like, one of the girls, her nickname is Osaka, because she's from Osaka, and so they just call her that. And the, one of the episodes, uh, when they're go- going to new classes, and beginning, of, beginning of, of the second year of school. Beginning yep. of the second year of school. Uh, the, she doesn't see her name on the board to say where which class she's in. And she says, isn't that it? The teacher wrote my nickname? Because she looks Osaka. up and it says Osaka. Wait, isn't that you? They used my nickname? The, the best te- part about that entire thing is that their teacher, the, the teacher English teacher... The entire class, requested the entire class so she doesn't have to learn any new so names. So she doesn't have to learn any new names, except that she did switch a couple of people out because she also wanted to be able to win the sports contest. Yeah, she took, so she, she, took, stole. she stole the best athletes from the other classes so she could win the sports contest. She's diabolical. I love, I love that show so much. I just <laughs> want to go home and watch it again. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, before I can do that, we have to finish this. Yes. So, um, okay, so she's sitting at the pool next to, uh, sitting on a bench in the shade mm-hmm. uh, by the pool next to him, and, and she's, she's already she... figured out why he's injured, and she's making him guess. And she's why been she's kind not. of examining herself and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's taking it to mean that he's like, oh wait, no, I learned from this one guy who's the master uh, or the king of phys- of, of of physiology or whatever uh-huh. um, that 
one of the main reason that girls won't go swimming during swim classes is because they're on their period. And he's like, sure. but I can't say that. That's horrible. That's disgusting. I can't say that. She'll hate me. Yeah. Why, why? No, that's, I can't say that. And then he has another memory of like, oh, wait, uh, another reason that a girl, like uh, the guy who's the king of eating his lunch early uh, or taking an early lunch, um, he says, um, oh, he says something that's even worse. Yes. Um, like, that girls that like, age are conscious about the size of their chests. And if they, and they won't go swimming if they have small breasts. Girls with small breasts won't go swimming because they're so self-conscious about it. <laughs> He's like, I can't say that either. That's even worse. And the entire time she keeps nagging him and start, well, not really nagging you're him, but you're running poking out of at time. him. Uh-huh. He's like, you're running out of time. And, oh, is this, and, and uh, so he's going back and forth, like, which which is it? Because she did hold her so stomach for just a moment, so maybe she's It's either ramping. say one of two horrible things or let her win. Yeah. And he can't do any, any yeah. of it. He's just torn. And so finally he just says, it's because you're on your period. And she's just like. Yeah, after minutes, minutes of agonizing over this. Mm-hmm. Just takes forever, and then she's like, mm, "No." And when she gets up and she pulls off her, her, her bloomers and her shirt, and she's wearing her swimsuit underneath, yeah, underneath. And he's like, "Wait, what? What?" And then she says, "Teacher, I've changed my mind. I'm going swimming after all." Okay. And she goes up. She puts her hair in a bun, and she says, "Oh, by," and she says, "By the way, I'm not self conscious about having small boobs either." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She so. It's clear, clearly her bodily posture was to get him to think those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's just, but also, but the thing that he ne- that never crossed his mind is that the reason she wasn't in the pool is because she wanted to spend time with him. She wanted to spend time with him. Now she brushes it off as she wanted to spend time teasing him, mm-hmm. which is also true. But she just wanted to spend time with him. That was her reason for not being in the pool, mm-hmm. and he would never have guessed. And she then, but then she says, hurry up and heal that hand so we can go swimming together later on. So we can go swimming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she gets into the pool and that's where that little, that's where that bit ends. And then, um, and he's not sure whether to take that as a, uh, a romantic invitation or if he's, or if she's once again planning on teasing him mm-hmm. in the pool mm-hmm. in some way. Anyways, we get another bit in the classroom where, um, I think this is the, it's the bit where he's, they're making funny faces and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and one of his classmates says, uh, uh, like they're in the, ba- he is in the bathroom and this classmate walks up and says, Hey, you and uh, Takagi-san are always together. Like, do you like, uh, do you like her or something? Or do you like, and then, Oh, Hey, he changed the subject. I must've hit the topic right on the nose. So you like her, don't you? Before he can say anything else. Like he makes a funny, uh, t- um, uh, Nishika- Nishikata. Uh-huh. Uh, makes a funny face and makes the guy start laughing and so he tries to do that funny face to her and it doesn't work she, and she starts giving him funny face lessons <laughs> and uh, she he it ends with him getting in trouble again uh, it's like well, why are you making those funny faces because i want to make you laugh well if you want to make me laugh turn to the left and he turns to the left and the teacher's standing there uh-huh. and the teacher looks at him and just very, very slightly. <clears throat> and then proceeds to yell at him. Uh-huh. What are you doing? And sh- that's the point where she busts a And she just starts laughing. laughing. If you want to make me laugh, turn left. But I and think... The, and, and, and this is the scary English teacher who we've established is just absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. He's just mm-hmm. looking over him like... Like, he looks like an American thug oh, teaching Japanese. Mm-hmm. Or, but, or, you know, he, he, the, 
he's got dark circles around his eyes, kind of like the, some of the people from uh, um, Attack on Titan when they've seen too much. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, anyway, um, but I want to say it's during that same bit or in another... I don't exactly remember what bit it, ha- it happens in, mm-hmm. but... Um, Uh, she she says, "Why are you always trying to, like, do you like? Why are you always trying to do like do something to me? Is it because you're always thinking about me?" And he says, "No, I'm and like I never spend time thinking about you. Why would you? Why would I do that?" And she just goes, "Huh? Because I'm always thinking about you. You know? Or, yeah. And like she says that." I think I think this may be when they start walking home together. Uh-huh. When they start, uh, she's riding her bike and she catches him. and They start walking home together, um, but she says like because I, well, I'm always thinking about you. And then he reacts again and makes her laugh uh-huh. uh, because she loves his reactions. Um, and he uh, and uh, so there is that bit. I just really liked how she just she knows exactly what to say in order to get a rise out of him. Yes, just a massive ma- like she just knows what to say. Uh, so, and then we have, um, let's see, um, we have uh, the can, we, we, have, we have the can throwing contest. We have the can throwing contest. Before that though, um, the, the, there's, okay. So before the can throwing contest, we actually see, um, there's a bit with the three girls. I wasn't going to, well, I wasn't going to talk about, the, I wasn't going to talk about that because it's just the, it's just the girl drinking coffee and then realizing she prefers orange juice. Yeah. And so. then she's drinking soda and she's complaining about her. The, uh, that's another bit later sandwich. on yeah, okay. like the because soda is so spicy yeah. <laughs> i know some people can't handle the combination now that you i know that you don't enjoy it yeah uh-huh but um so it's kind of interesting because that i think that scene kind of took place uh out of order yeah because when they hit knock over the uh, the trash yeah, can yeah the skit the, the soda uh-huh. skit that they're in the trash cans half full it has like three or four cans in it yeah well or it could have been like i was just thinking that because they they have the, the can throwing competition and all the cans are in there, it could have been that she knocked it over and that's why the cans are everywhere for them to go ahead and use the cans for the can throwing competition. I honestly thought it was out of order that I thought it was finished, out. Of, I thought yeah. it was out of order as well. But now that I think about it, that it makes sense that that's why. Well, it, would be uh, it doesn't make sense as to why the cans made it to the other side of the street though. Because I think she would just Wind. pick them up and fix pick it up and fix the. Uh, it, it, she does seem to have that personality, and I know that most Japanese people would do that just because yeah. they have a sense of commu- a sense of community and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah. it's it's also it could be possible that they were just embarrassed and ran off. Mm. Um, but anyway, and then there's there was obviously time passage that happened between uh, between then. But he gets himself a can of of apple juice. Yes, and he's drinking it. But that and, was just it. Is that there was a the reason I think there was a time skip is that the one can that fell out. Was the can of apple juice? Okay, it could it could be, and that. then cut yeah. to he mm-hmm. bought a can of apple juice. So it it implied a time skip between the two. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, um, he's drinking this can of apple juice, and uh, and then uh, Takagi comes in and she says, "Oh, that's that new flavor that's supposed to be really r- delicious. How is it?" And he's like, "Oh, it's pretty good. Oh, can I have some?" Sure. And he hands it over to her, and he's all, and he's and like, just before she's about to take a sip, he's like, "Oh, so uh, you know that like." Uh, are you okay with having an indirect kiss with me? Which I think is the silliest thing ever. Like, I don't think I know a single... Like, in America, we're more worried about sharing germs. Uh-huh. But apparently in Japan these days, everybody's worried about having indirect kisses. There was a thing about that in um, Angelic Lair. 
mm-hmm. um, back in the day. The, one of the episodes, uh, there was a guy and a girl who were best friends, and they'd drink out of the, the same soda can without thinking about it once. But at some point, they realize they have feelings for each other, and they start uh, dating. And then the things that they, they used to be able to do comfortably, they are now a bit embarrassed about doing because they mm. have feelings for each other. And one of them was sharing a can because gotcha. it was like an indirect kiss. So this is, I don't know if, if J- Japanese culture does this, but they do it a lot in anime. Mm. Uh, the okay. idea of the indirect kiss Could by be. sharing a can. Could be. But, uh, and she's just like, she just looks at it and goes, hmm, and just takes a drink. And she's just like, oh, that was real tasty. It's more than this. She asks for a sip. And when he mentioned the indirect kiss, she starts chugging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, she, oh, oh, she hands the can back, and then he's about like he's looking down on it, and now he's got the mental image of an indirect kiss. And then she's just like, "What? Are you worried about having an indirect kiss with me?" And he's like, "No, not at all." And then he's about to drink it, but he can't do it, and, and uh, he drops it. He drops it. Um, and then he picks it up and he throws the can. And just like with kind of a neat swoosh, it goes into the basket. And it goes into an empty trash can. It goes can into an empty trash can. That was across the street. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that was cool. Can you do it again? And he does. And he's like, wow, I guess I have a talent for this. This is great. And then she tries, well, here, let me, that looks fun. Let me try. And she oh. throws one and it goes a couple of feet. Tink, tink, tink. Yeah, and he starts. It stops at least five feet away from the can. Mm-hmm. And he starts teasing her because of it. And she's like, okay, how about this? Let's have a competition. Uh, the moment she said that, I knew he was being hustled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The moment she mm-hmm. said that. Like, she has complete control of the situation, and she literally just hustled him. She literally mm-hmm. made it look like she was bad at what she was doing. And she says, and he says, okay, if you win, you can do, you. I'll, I will do whatever you want me to do. And, okay, and so she throws it, and there's just this amazing animation of just her chucking it, and it being the perfect arc, and then yeah. nothing but net doesn't even, doesn't touch the sides or anything, just yeah, lands right in the middle, dead center of the can. Like that's like a bullseye on a dartboard. You just you knew exactly what you were doing. Mm-hmm. That's just not even fair. And then, and then she's like, okay, it's up to you. And then he's he starts, uh, it's your turn. And he starts getting nervous and starts thinking, oh, he starts overthinking things. He's yeah. like, okay, just let's do it like I did it before. It's totally fine. And as he's about to throw the can, she, she says, says, she says, hey, if you win, how about I give you my first kiss? As the can's leaving his hands. As the can's leaving his hands. And the can only goes a couple of feet. And I just thought to myself, you dirty, dirty girl, you. It reminded <laughs> me of the scene in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves yes. where Robin is trying to show off to Marion how good he is with the bow. Yes. Uh, and he's already done a couple of amazing shots for her. Um and everybody like he goes to draw his bow and all the merry men just start making noise, whooping, hollering, coughing uh, and things like that. And he just and he uh he uh fo- and he focuses to tune them out. Uh-huh. And then she leans up and blows in his ear right as he's about to let go. Yes. And the shot just goes wild. Yes, it does. Even wild. Well, the thing, the, I remember that scene. And what was happening is that the young boy, the son, of, the eldest son of Little John, was um, trying to aim when he sticks the knock of his arrow yep. into his ear to distract him. So in, 
in battle, you never know what distractions are going to come at you, so you have to be prepared for anything. Uh-huh. It's part of his education. And that's when she does something that would never happen in a battle anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? That's right, yeah. <laughs> and that's, yes. And that's what happens in that scene. And, yep. so, and she's just so... Because the boy misses a little bit, and he misses so hard. It was uh-huh. beautiful. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. But I yeah, just thought to exa- myself... That's exactly what happened uh, here. She, yeah, she... She had complete control of the situation, and she knew it. Yeah. And uh, on their way home, uh, or as, as they're going along, she's like, oh, I actually don't want anything from you, type thing, yeah. you know? Oh, but but if you don't do that, then I'll never... If you do that, then how will I ever win? Why would I ever want you to win? Yeah, why would I ever want you to win? Type thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so... Uh, we then have, uh, in a, I think that's it for episode, uh, for episode two. two, yeah. And episode three, um, we have once again, the girls. Yes. We have the girls in a little sketch called dubbing, mm-hmm. which, uh, what we see is we see a white cat and a black cat being, uh, being cats in an alley and the girls are pretending to be guys, pretending to be the cats and, and doing the voices for what they're mm-hmm. What's going on for them? And it just reminded me of mm-hmm. uh, whose line is it anyway? Yukari kids. wants nothing to do with this. She's like, can we just go home? But, um, like, but you're annoying Mina, me. You're using a very specific kind of accent that's really annoying. Mina and Sanae. Uh, it's uh, it's actually um, Osaka. It's an Osaka uh, accent. It's Osaka dialect that she's using. <laughs> Spe- uh, you know, yeah. nice little yeah. throwback there. So, so what I know about Osaka dialect is that it's a, allegedly, it's a, it's stereotypically in japan considered to be less intelligent it's than. like a hick accent so so when they do dubs of that they'll either it's either a hick or a thug and so they'll uh in when they do english dubs of an osaka accent they'll either give it southern or they'll make it uh brooklyn bronx accents yeah De- depending on whether or not the person is supposed to be either not all there or a bit rough around the edges mm-hmm. Osaka, she's got a southern accent. They they put her, mm-hmm. they give her a southern accent in the uh, in the anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, so and then the girls like they're dubbing, they're having like this tragic romance between the white cat and the black cat, and then yep. the both cats flop over, and then one of them just like oh sprawl out over the ground with their their heads away from the girls, their heads away from the girls, and their legs high. Just like cats do. It's, uh-huh. it's the belly rub position. The belly rub position. Um, and then uh, Yukari's just like, oh, they're both men. And, and so and the, two girl, the two yeah. girls instantly switch into it being a Yakuza and his bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the, the story that they were playing was that uh, one one might, work may keep him out late, so he'll go ahead and grab something with his friend and not eat at home, eat dinner at home with his wife. It's like, well, it's good that you have friends, and it's good that you're eating, but you should eat at home once in a while, dear. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're both boys. My bro! Mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that. Something like that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> mm. And then, uh, kind of, uh, then uh, one or two other things. No, is the dubbing the second to last skit in episode three? I don't. There, there is the there's the exercising bit where she teases him and he goes home and he does push ups. Yes, he. But and he tries to start off with doing three push ups for every insult that she does, and he can't do. And he ends up only being able to do nineteen push ups the first day, even though his goal is forty five. Because she teased him fifteen times. Yes. And he was so he was going to do forty five push ups, but he could he could only do nineteen. 
And then the next day... She teases him 23 times. Teases him 23 times. And then the next day, she teases him 34 times. And he doesn't get it. It just gets worse and worse every day. And finally, she's just like, Oh, hey, you're looking... Like, you're look, you're actually looking... Like, what's going, what's going on with your hand? Like, what's, what's going on with your hand? He's like, Oh, I'm doing strength training. It's just, you know, it's... Uh, it's it's because his hand is his arms are shaking and stuff and his and if, yeah. if, if anybody's, ever, anybody's ever done strength training when uh like the, when you first start doing it like your your tendons and uh-huh. things start breaking down yeah as they're as you're building yourself up um but anyway she um uh he doesn't say why he's doing muscle training but she says uh oh well you're actually looking pretty muscular now that's pretty great uh, it looks you look good you know. And he, uh, like, just don't give up after only three days, you know? And then she's teased him 45 times that day. And then the next day it was, like, 50-something times. And he's trying to count, keep track of what's actually a tease and what isn't. And they're walking home one day. uh, they're, They're walking home. And uh, I, do you remember what she says? I don't exactly remember what she says. No, but she's actually starting to look. He's he's looking good. Yeah, he's, he's looking, looking good. good and muscular. Mm-hmm. He's looking good and starting to look muscular. And he says to himself, "You know, even if she doesn't tease me, I think I'm gonna go ahead and just keep keep working out." So, anyways, and then we have the rain. And and, and then he starts doing, um, you know, a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups, and a ten k run a day. And he goes bald. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> We have, uh, so we have the rain. Uh, so there's yes. a rainstorm that hits on yes. the, af- after hits, the school's getting it, out. Yeah, it hits the moment school's getting out, and it turns out that uh, um, we see the three girls, and Mina's complaining about, nobody told me it was going to rain, it didn't bring an umbrella or a raincoat or anything. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, maybe you can take a, bu- take a bus. I don't have money for a bus either. And they just go off. And... Uh, that's when we and so they leave and it cuts back to uh, uh, Takagi-san and uh, Nishitaka and Kagage and uh, Takaki Takagi-san. Um, she so didn't bring she, she, an umbrella. Yeah, she confesses she didn't bring an umbrella either. And Nishikata takes advantage of it, calling her a ditz and an airhead, an airhead. Uh-huh. And she just kind of looks up at him and he's immediately regretful uh-huh. for having said those things like maybe i was a bit too harsh maybe that was really mean of me and she's like wait you have a large umbrella don't you she knew <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she, she knew she obviously knew yeah she knew uh and so the two of them start walking um together under the umbrella and um a little ways into the sketch we find out that his shoulder's getting wet mm-hmm. because he's making sure she stays dry and he's doesn't care too much about himself mm-hmm. um which is very gentlemanly of him but it mm-hmm. reminded me of the exact opposite thing happening in uh monthly girls nozaki-kun where sakura is walking under nozaki-kun's umbrella and his umbrella is too small and it's pouring it, it, it's accumulating and dripping directly onto the center of sakura's head that poor girl <laughs> that poor poor girl I'm your number one fan. Instead of saying I love you. Yeah. So what did you do when I, when you told him you loved him? He gave me his autograph. Dump him. Dump him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so she, uh, she's like, he's like, you're actually pretty forgetful, aren't you? You know? Oh. And she's like, yeah, actually, yeah, 
Yeah. I, you know, I am. I'm kind of an airhead. I'm pretty forgetful. Like, like there's this word, and I'm trying to remember what the word is, but I, for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. But it's when two people are walking underneath an umbrella together. And to give you a little background, those of you who aren't aware of this, uh, we've talked about this before on our shows. So if mm. you've listened to us for a while, you may have heard us talk about it. Um, but two people walking underneath an umbrella is considered a very romantic thing. Like, when I was younger, um, in America, what we do is we draw a heart and then two names and an arrow through it. Cupid's heart through the air, uh, Cupid's arrow through the heart. Uh -huh. um, when we're teasing two people for being in love. Yeah. In Japan, what they do is they draw, and it's a very, very rough drawing, but I thought it was an arrow as well when I was younger. Um, probably because a four kids dub or something drew like tassels on at the end of it or something, but it's a triangle with a line and uh -huh. then the two names underneath it. That's the umbrella of love. Ah. So it's a very, very romantic thing for a couple to be sharing an umbrella together. Yes. And so, um, something that they did actually was when they, uh, when they introduced this segment of the show, the episode, the episode fraction is is called umbrella. And they actually showed that diagram yep. mm -hmm. uh, with names. And they showed it. the umbrella of love. Yep. Um, but uh, so and she's pushing him to say the phrase, which is I, I gala or I, I gasa. I, I forget what it was, um, but I looked it up and it's just it just translates into two people sharing an umbrella. Um, uh, but I, I gasa, I, I, I gala. Um, and uh, then finally he says it. She's like, oh yeah, that's the word, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. But there's another word that I'm really, really struggling with that I just, I just can't seem to remember. Uh, what is it? It's, uh, oh, it's when you like someone, but it's the next step. It's beyond saying, I like you. Yeah. What uh, is it? But before, before, just before that, she uh, also gets him to say the word kiss. Oh yeah, that's right. And then it, she's trying to get him to say the word what love. What happens when two English. people who like each other they press their lips together? What's that word? I don't remember. And he's just like, "Kiss." What was that? It's what was that? It's a. I can't hear you over the rain. The, the rain, rain is letting up. up. <laughs> what was that though? Kiss. <laughs> Fine, it's kiss. But uh, before that though, when his arm is getting soaked, yeah, she's like, "Look, yes. I'll just move closer to you." And she leans into him, and she leans into him so hard that you think that she might she might knock him over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's like, look, I'll just, I'll just get closer to you, so that way you can go ahead and remain dry. And then, boom, she gets closer to him, type Shol thing. shoulder to shoulder, direct mm -hmm. touching, and his heart starts pounding. Mm -hmm. And he's like, my heart will not stop pounding. It's getting, it is so loud. Um, but uh, so, and then she's just like, but there's that phrase that I can't remember what it is. Like I'm such an airhead, I keep forgetting these things. It starts with an ah. It's ah. And then an e. There's an e. And, uh, 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 and it's like uh like i don't remember what it is i think it just starts with an ah uh, and she's trying to get him to say i love you yes you know and uh but he refuses he's like well okay what if what about in english okay it starts with an i it's an i and the last word is you and it starts with a low <laughs> what's the next letter uh-huh but yeah it's it's <laughs> she is merciless in trying to get him to confess his love for her fortunately the uh the gods of the story plot allowed the rain to let up and the, and mm -hmm. now he can put his umbrella away put his umbrella away yep and at that point they're at his place and he's about to go in when she says i forgot how to get home from here 
He's like, I forgot how to get home from here. And he's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, so, uh, re- real fast. I went ahead and I looked at some of the episode uh, outlines for the next several episodes. And one of them, it's summer break is about to start. And uh, he's very much looking forward to summer break. Mm-hmm. But she's actually looking pretty depressed and upset about it. Because there'll be a whole series of months where they don't get to see each other? Well, it's only 40 days in Japan. Okay. Summer break is only 40 days. Um, but uh, And then somehow he agrees to practice... Um, there's a phrase for it. I forget what it's called. But it's when two people ride the same bicycle. Ah. Um, they call it tandem. In I, think, I think, I yeah, it's like tandem riding is what, it's yeah. like, uh, until, uh, until he, he agrees to practice tandem riding with her. Then suddenly she looks a lot happier. <laughs> <laughs> and he's worried what's coming. Yes. Uh, but anyways, it's, I like this show. It took me a while to get into it, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, the, the teasing and the awkwardness, mm-hmm. um, I didn't like her at first. Okay. But um, I started to like her more and more as time went on. Okay. But but I'll be honest, the first episode, I wasn't too keen on watching more of it. I'm glad that I watched three instead of just one. Mm -hmm. See, her teasing is much, much more lighthearted than the teasing of Nagatado. Um, It's don't tease me Nagatado-kun. And she she is, uh, in that one... um, She's a freshman. He's a, he's a sophomore, mm-hmm. um, or like she's a first year. He's a second year, and she is merciless in her teasing. It's obvious that she likes him, um, but she will tease him relentlessly and cruelly. Mm. <laughs> Whereas the teasing for uh, for Takagi-san is much more lighthearted than it is for Nagatado. Okay. Um, that said, Nagatado's apparent... Like, I read there's the webcomic, and then there's the actual manga. And the manga, um, like, she's awful in the webcomic. Whereas in the manga, it becomes very, very clear that she likes him. Mm-hmm. And this is her way of staking her territory. Oh. Because she actually defends him against other girls who try to tease him in the exact same way. So nice, yeah. It's a it it's it's it took me a little bit to get past the mercilessness of her teasing, but um, I read the web comic first, and I was like, "This is awful." And then I learned about the manga and heard that the manga is better, and so oh. I, then I read the manga, and yeah, it is it's, it's it's a lot better. But anyway, I really liked it. I really really enjoyed this show. Um, like I said, I was um, I don't want to say I'm used to worse teasing. That sounds awful. But I know about worse teasing in manga. <laughs> right. No, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it exists. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so that's it for last week or this week's episode. What are yeah. we, what are we going to be watching for next week? Well, I've been keeping an eye out. Like like we said during the new segment, that there is uh, it's the new series, it's the new season, and a lot of new shows are coming out, and some of them have three or four episodes now. Mm-hmm. And so uh, next week, I want us to review the Rising of the Shield Hero. Uh, Verve.co had the following uh, synopsis. Iwatani, now Fumi, a run-of-the-mill otaku, finds a book in the library that summons him to another world. 
He's tasked with joining the sword, spear, and bow as one of the four cardinal heroes and fighting the ways of catastrophe as a shield hero. Excited by the prospect of a grand adventure, now Fumi sets off with his party. However, merely a few days later, he is betrayed and loses all of his money, dignity, and respect. Unable to trust anyone anymore, he employs a slave named Raftalia and takes on the waves and the world. But will he find a way to overturn this desperate situation? Okay. All right. Um, well, okay, so we're going to go ahead and watch the first three episodes of that for next week. Uh-huh. Uh, and now uh, we're done with three episodes in, and it's time for a recommendation of the week, and it's my turn. And this week, I'm going to recommend Kingdom Hearts 3. Because, um, of course, you are. Because, uh, of course, I am. came out on Tuesday. Um, I have put in a good number of hours into it so far. It is completely delightful. Uh, it is just as silly and nonsensical as Kingdom Hearts has always been. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go ahead and just say right here, right now, people are not Kingdom Hearts fans because of the story. Any Kingdom Hearts fan will tell you that the story is nonsense and doesn't matter. Okay? No. Kingdom Hearts is about adventuring and having heartfelt moments with Disney characters. No, yeah. People love Kingdom Hearts for the same reason that I love Tsubasa. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's a romp through alternate reality versions of mm -hmm. people that you already know. And I've already gone through, uh, there's the world with Hercules. Uh, um, and then I've been through Tangled, Toy Story, um, and uh, what else? Uh, Tangled, Toy Story. I mean, there's, there's Twilight Town, uh, oh. which is from Kingdom Hearts 2. And now I am in the world of Monsters, Inc. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's, uh, e this time each Keyblade has its own unique set of abilities. So it's not just like plus, ma plus or minus magic and strength. It's, uh, when you do enough damage with this Keyblade, um, like say, um, the sort the Keyblade you get from Hercules World, um, you do enough damage with it and, or you do enough consecutive attacks with it mm -hmm. and you unlock, um, uh, you unlock a, um, a, a retaliation shield or something along those lines where if you block it perfectly uh block if you block an enemy's attack you then get an, a punch and the shield turns into a giant fist and punches enemies and then at the end of it you get a final move nice. um another sh another uh kingdom heart kingdom hearts uh sword you uh it turns into or another keyblade turns into um a pair of twin crossbows and you're flying along shooting magical crossbows bolts at enemies nice. um it's ridiculous and it's loads of fun so yeah i recommend kingdom hearts 3 okay and that brings us to our next segment which is the creator shout out and this week i'm giving a creator shout out to overly sarcastic productions yay now i stumbled across their uh, stuff on uh, youtube and they have a number of uh, shorts and series that are just absolutely delightful. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Um, Brian Blessed. Yes, yes. Uh, I watched. I shared with you their review of, um, uh, or their synopsis of uh, Much Do About, Much Nothing. About Nothing. And mm -hmm. every time that they bring up Brian Blessed, they shout his name. There's actually two or two times or so where she doesn't <laughs> shout his name. Yes. Which is sad because it should be a lot of that's how you say his name. Yeah. Brian Blessed. Once upon a time, there was a BrianBlessed.com where the entire thing was a, a poorly made 
uh, bibliography of his life work in all caps. Wow. The entire, <laughs> the entire site. Brian Blessed in all caps. I am Brian Blessed. Yes. I don't think he can speak quieter than that. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. He cannot. Uh, but um, I really like their uh, review of um, uh, Macbeth and um, Titus Andronicus. And they all, th their entire sh line of Shakespeare stuff is great. Uh, I've been getting involved in their line of um, um, storytelling tropes mm -hmm. and uh, some of their uh, ancient Greek mythology stories. And um, they have this great bit that I hope that she finishes it. They've got a six-part... Um, so right at the moment, they have a six-parter of um, the actual original story of uh, the Monkey King. and uh, the, the Journey West. The Journey West. Cool. Yeah. And it's, it's just fantastic. Okay. Seeing all these characters and where they come from and just exactly where uh, Akira Toriyama borrowed from to yeah. make yeah, the yeah. original Dragon Ball. Cool. Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, link you out to their Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon uh, accounts from our website at WhitakerWeekly.com. Cool, cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening in this week. If you listened on YouTube, please feel free to like this episode and subscribe to our channel. If you like what we do and want to support us, please spread the word of our podcast or even support us on Patreon. Where can they find us on social media? Our site, WhitakerWeekly.com, currently has the links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, Patreon page, and YouTube channel. We encourage all our listeners to follow us on the social media platform of their preference, and if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us on one of the ones we've mentioned, and we'll broaden our scope to include you. All right, well, I want to give a shout-out to Ben Coombs for providing the artwork for our podcast and website. And another shout-out to Brasmataz for the music Dry Kolk, which we use for our opening and closers. All right, well, that's it for another episode. I've been Andrew. I've been Lee. And this has been Whitaker Weekly. You guys have a great week. Thank you.